0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders, our weekly podcast with young journalists telling us what they think should have been covered and wasn't, and what was covered too much and maybe should not have been so much. Today we have our regular in-house team, Cherry. Hi, Cherry. Hello. Rohin. Hello. And we have a guest panelist today. Priyata Brajbasi. So she you're with Catch News for three years now hmm. and earlier you the with NDTV. And uh, Barcroft TV, I'm not familiar with that. What is Barcroft TV?
1: So Barcroft Media is a UK-based uh, news agency. Mm-hmm. So they had... Uh, open shop in uh, Delhi to cover the South Asian region basically and uh, they, the headquarters was in Delhi and basically what we were doing it was a news agency so we were compiling stories right. from all over India and even some uh, Southeast Asian countries and basically um, compiling it for UK based publications like The Sun and uh, Telegraph and publications like that so we were a
0: news agency here. Yeah. So Priza why did you become a journalist?
1: <laughs> I mean I don't think I mean I don't know I mean I think most people get into journalism not to make money or any of that but I think we just want to make a little bit of a change in whatever way that we can little little bit little
0: difference
2: or <laughs> in some, society I mean I know many
0: journalists who just get get a high out of telling stories what about you? I'm not a journalist
2: you were once was, upon a time yes so why did you become a journalist? I kind of
0: kind of just stumbled into it. Um, <laughs> I was studying in college. I was doing economics and I had a, I mean, she's like an older sister to me. She used to work with Track and when I was taking my MBA exam, you know, you take that sometime around your final year. She said, you're wasting your time. This is not, she knew me since I was a kid. She says, this is not something you're, you'll you be interested in, MBA-ish mba mba don't to come join NewsTrack, work for a while, see if you like it. And if you don't like it, go back to your MBA exam. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I started working. But you stuck around. Tight. Yeah, I stuck around. Then I just stuck there four years. And Ajitak started and all that stuff. Anyway, so Cherry, why don't you start? What this week caught your attention? But before you do, I'd like to request our listeners to subscribe to News Laundry. Pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served Pay for news, support independent media, so it can serve you. Hanji.
2: So I wanted to talk about the remarks that these ministers have been making. One is Piplup Kumar, the Chief Minister, who, of Tripura, of Tripula, uh, who has recently been called. Uh, has been summoned by modi mm. and he might get a year full and then there is the deputy cm of jammu and kashmir uh, cm of jammu and kashmir mm. who just said that Kathwa rape was a minor incident mm. what i want to talk about is the coverage the media gives to remarks that are not just insensitive but to an extent please weigh in if you disagree i feel that these are inconsequential remarks or rather are remarks that shouldn't be aired as much since they're not just insensitive, but they don't make sense. So, in in calling them out, while it is important to call them out, in calling them out, media is also giving them the limelight. And for ministers or political leaders who need the limelight for staying relevant, this might just become a platform to come out and say stuff which they do not even mean.
0: Hmm. I kind of agree with you, but I... But I also see an inherent problem with that. Like what you said, this helps them stay in the limelight. And in politics, if you're in the limelight, Mm -hmm. you have a likelihood of being elected or staying relevant. Just like, I mean, that was Donald Trump's entire formula. He'd say the most ridiculous and bizarre things. And that swept him to power. And he got more coverage than all the other in the primaries, you know, 16 or 17 of them. Mm -hmm. He got like more coverage than all the rest put together. Although he was saying the stupidest things. So it does work, but at the same time, I also understand the importance of a chief minister or a deputy mm. chief minister. Their utterances kind of uh, suggest or convey how their administrations will move or uh, or treat certain issues mm. on governance. So I think what they say does matter, words matter. Uh, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know. What, what I mean, I,
1: I think that... I mean, what is even more problematic than us just covering what they're saying is that they actually believe in these things. This is what their mindset is. I mean, that is something that we, I I mean, yeah, I mean, I get what Sherry is saying that you don't want to give them too much limelight because they're just talking just utter nonsense. But this is what they actually think. And that's this, important to show. Yes, it is. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah, I mean, they do think that a kathwa rape is not mm. important enough. It's a small Something like that he said, yeah. right? It's a small thing. I mean, if he thinks that... I mean, you can just imagine the kind of mentality that a politician, a deputy chief minister actually thinks about,
2: has mm. about rape. The thing is, when the media is reporting about that, they also need to report on why is he saying that? Because providing context or providing a backstory is a part of a journalist's job? Hmm. Is he just saying it because he wants, because he actually thinks that it's unimportant or because he thinks now the media, the news cycle needs to move on because it's damaging their political reputation. But yeah, what Abhinandan was saying is right. It also taps into the rhetoric that a lot of citizens believe in. So again, if the media is giving them so much limelight, then... The rhetoric that it's getting tapped into, hmm. or that is being tapped, hmm. the people might—it's giving more credibility to that argument. And whereas—is it though? Is it though? If the media don't is don't you think it, that it is
1: actually—I uh, mean—it's actually bad for them. It's bad coverage for them.
2: I mean, it I depends on how the media covers covers it, right? I mean, I don't think that to,
1: I, I don't think that this story in particular no. has any sort of uh, uh, positive no. <laughs> connotation at all. I mean, this is not giving them any sort of.
0: But other than this, which I do, Hmm. Biplab Dev's utterances got major coverage and and they were all Hmm. all over the place. Hmm. Uh, But what do you you think should have got more coverage or better coverage which didn't get?
2: It uh, did get some coverage. It's a very recent news, uh, which is the fake news conviction in Malaysia. It's the first of its kind fake news uh, conviction after the law came into place. So in a verdict, The Malaysian court handed down the nation's first conviction. It was handed to Salah Salim Salah Suleiman, a Danish citizen who was sent to prison for a week and has been fined 10,000 ringgits which is 2,500 dollars for posting an internet uh, two-minute video criticizing the police. So if and in India we are talking about internet regulations. So if these regulations are going to be used to crack a whip on people who criticize police, then it's very problematic.
0: Yeah, I I think um, our media generally has a very um, inward-looking um, kind of editorial slant where they don't see big impact things mm. and and cover that. Uh, mm. I think this could have made a very interesting hour-long uh, debate. I'm Unfortunately, sure it it- our long debates were about what they've said or not. But yeah, I agree with you. This And especially at the heels of what Smriti Rani recently yeah. announced. It's it's very relevant.
2: I'm sure it will become, it will catch up with the news cycle through the day.
0: Well, let's
3: see. I'm I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Rohin, I <laughs> वो दरअसल वहां बताई जाती है और इसमें उन्हें कोई हैरानी है नहीं वो हैरानी हम लोगों को है जो अंदर की बातें नहीं जानते हैं एक्चुअली में जो लोग वहां पढ़ते हैं और जो बच्चे वहां जाते हैं उनकी ट्रेनिंग इसी तरीके से होती है तो इसीलिए वो कोई नई बात नहीं बोल रहे हैं। और विप्लव देव पे मतलब है वो कॉस्मेटिक सर्जरी और जो लोग साखा में जाते उनको इस बात से पूरी तरीके से सहमति होती है कि जो वहाँ बताया जा रहा है वो बिल्कुल सही है उसमें कोई डाउट्स भी नहीं हैं तो विप्लव जब जो बोल रहे हैं वो उसी का रिफ्लेक्शन है तो इसे मुझे तो ज्यादा हैरानी नहीं हुई यह कि इसके कवरेज को लेकर कवरेज को लेकर कुछ लोग यह सवाल उठा रहे हैं कि ऐसे तो त्रिपुरा कवरेज में नहीं आता लेकिन जब से विप्लव देव ने कुछ बोला है तो तब से, से
1: कवरेज
3: में कम से त्रिपुरा बारे में बात हो रही है ये मीडिया के मॉडल का भी है कि जब तक कि कुछ तो ऐसा बोलेगा कुछ तो, तो बोलेगा कुछ, बोले कुछ तो निकाल के that's interesting mm. and what, mm. what other thing do you think coverage uh, reporters without border फ्रीडम इंडेक्स जारी किया है उसमें इंडिया 138 पे है और जो उन्होंने इंडिया के बारे में ऑब्जरवेशन दिया है वो बहुत सीरियस है मैं उसको हिंदी में पढ़ रहा हूं 2014 में जब से नरेंद्र मोदी सत्ता पर काबिज हुए हैं कट्टर हिंदूवादी सदस्यों ने पत्रकारों को हिंसक हिंसक शब्दों से संबोधित किया धमकी देने वालों में ज्यादातर प्रधानमंत्री नरेंद्र मोदी के ट्रोल आर्मी के सदस्य हैं यह रिपोर्टर्स विदाउट बॉर्डर के ऑब्जर्वेशन hmm. ने इंडिया के बारे में बोला है। और दूसरी खबर यह है कि रघुवीर नगर में जिस लड़के अंकित सक्सेना की हत्या हुई थी वो मुस्लिम लड़की से उसका प्रेम था Wow. तो तो ये मतलब हमको लगता है कि इस समाज जब इतना इट्स अ सिल्वर लाइनिंग और इसको बहुत ज्यादा ये मिलना चाहिए था कवरेज क्योंकि अब हम लोग इतने ज्यादा बट रहे हैं तो ऐसी भी चीजें हैं अगर वो चाहते तो एक कॉमनल राइट हो सकते थे लेकिन उन्होंने hmm. उसको संभाला तो मुझे how about you what do you think
0: so
1: this story I think because you know I cover a lot of uh, women related issues and things like that so one thing one story that I think that should have uh, got more coverage or at least we should have started a little bit of debate over it was uh, the Tamil Nadu government uh, governor uh, where he you know very slightly touched the hand of uh, touched the face of this uh, journalist journalist, yes. La- Lakshmi Sub- Subramaniam, Subramaniam from I think The Week hmm. and she was she was she's a political reporter and she asked him a question and uh, instead of he did not answer the question but he said he said that and he just uh, touched her uh, uh, face like that you know i mean i mean i do feel that we should i mean yes it's not a very big story as such but i think that it does uh, talk about how women journalists are
0: seen you know but there by, was a significant backlash he apologized later he did he I did mean, it was a kind of lame apology yeah but um, but, was,
1: but after that also there's this uh, bjp tamil nadu leader who actually said that the governor should have actually washed his hands with phenyl for touching mm-hmm. a female what's it, what was his name i think sv shekhar i think his name was and he said that she he should she should uh, he should actually wash his hands with phenyl for touching her and you know women in journalism if they are actually if they reach a certain position it's because they've slept with slept their way uh, right. To the top, you know. I mean, that's right. the kind of things that you are actually talking about. Women journalists who are on the ground doing report. I mean, they are reporting. And they're this wo-
0: wasn't the second uh, statement you're saying was not given enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. It I wasn't mean, given enough oxygen not at all. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. I see.
0: But you think if it were, people would be shamed into it, or you think they'd be all the more thrilled that they've become become famous through infamy?
1: <laughs> I mean, you could never say. I mean, anything can. I just feel that we should have had a little more debate about you know after that uh, uh, Sunetra Chaudhary of NDTV she had also written an opinion piece in NDTV uh, about how basically just based after this she's like how uh, in political uh, conferences and press conferences when she meets uh, political reporters this this is not something that male journalists have to go through you know the kind sure. of sexism that women journalists have to go through and she's like people this politician she didn't name the politician but the first thing when I asked him a question the first thing he tells me that you are you are this is how like, you're this actually,
2: is not the kind of co- comment you'd expect I mean yeah. this is how you're treating Th- that's just none of your
1: business I mean that's not even something that needs to be. I mean I don't even know. I mean how can you even? See, this is a this is a profession like any other. A woman journalist is a professional at the end of the day. You are you want to talk about everything else except for her work. You wanted you want to comment on how she's gotten at the top or what she does and
0: whatever her preferences are. Yeah. So I had um, I think just a uh, couple of observations on on the on-ground reports. Uh, last week One was I I was thrilled to see That we've been doing That campus politic About you know Sexual harassment Committees hmm. within colleges Being inadequate And A hmm. uh, big organization Like Indian Express Carried a piece on that I'd like to think We had something to do with it <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know But uh, I think About time uh, Big media Kind of yeah. Covered hmm covered that and I'm sure uh, you know you would be happy with with that kind of coverage yeah Uh, and the second thing I thought that was noteworthy in uh, last week's uh, news coverage and and debates was there was a marked absence of any uh, you know Hindu, Muslim, Indo-Pak kind of thing Um, I I wonder why that is you know why these ups and downs come like suddenly there are weeks nothing happens it's not like there's a sudden war or suddenly there'll be this week of so I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the Karnataka election this not Hmm. being, uh, uh, because I do believe that several channels get their cues on what the subject should be from the political party in power. Now you'll cover this. Yes, sir, we'll cover this. Now you'll shut up about that. Yes, sir, we'll shut up about that. So every time before an election, there is UP election, this entire, there was some Hindu Muslim debate about whether it had to do with the love jihad, whether it had to do with Pakistan, whether it had to do anything. Suddenly on the Ramanathut Karnataka election, that kind of is absent. So I'm I'm wondering if it has anything to do with that formula not working there, but yeah. I'm I am i am just I hmm. could not help but notice the absence of that. Good, good that kind of debate is not happening. Yeah. जैसे कि
3: गाजियाबाद और कटवा की बाइनरी को बनाकर टीवी चैनल्स पे हिंदी टीवी चैनल्स पे तो वो चल रहा है कि कटवा में जो लड़की थी वो मुसलमान थी तब तो बहुत लोग बोल रहे थे और सुधीर चौधरी का जो फेमस लाइन है लिबरल्स के लिए डिजाइनर पत्रकार टुकड़े-टुकड़े गैंग तो वो कवर कर रहे मौलवी कर लिया गया है। लेकिन लोग नहीं पा रहे हैं कि में रैली के समर्थन में। यहाँ कोई है। अपना है। uh, This is
2: something even the social media I would say trolls on social media hmm. seem to be missing. A lot of...
0: I, uh, your expectation of social media trolls is very high cherry. <laughs> that they are there but for don't you think that reasons. this is
1: also because of the kind of uh, thing that happened after the Kathwa and the, oh now, uh, you know, coverage where the, the so-called Hindu brigade was kind of a little shamed into the kind
0: of, uh, the defense of the rapists in... Um, I don't think they were at all shamed. I think they're quite proudly uh, the, you know, weaving narratives like channels like Z have carried mean,
3: kal bhi chala raha tha,
0: half
3: our show Us... that are cringe hmm. inducing I mean, it's, it's but you
1: know, on my social this... media I've kind of noticed that at least the people who would be very the right wing uh, gang has been quite silent after I mean that's what I I feel Well, as long as
0: people aren't defending uh, you know rapists and and bigotry it's Mm. a step in the right direction Mm. second step will be to challenge it but we'll come to that later so let's um, wind up with what are the recommendations of the week Cherry what is your recommendation
2: so I want to recommend a piece in The Economist Uh, it's titled The Humbling of India's Tycoons it's basically about how the nature of Indian capitalism is changing so i would definitely recommend everyone to read it the link would be below
0: okay rohan your recommendation for the uh, uh
3: aaj chuki labor day hai hmm. aur international labor day ke din main bhikhari takhur ka ek natak hai videshiya acha I recommend karunga ye dekhna chahiye kheti aur mazdooron pe ye kahani hai hm um, aur ye
0: dekhna chahiye okay fine how about you
1: so i think yeah i think on labor day i think i ha- i read this uh, really interesting article on the new york times basically about how women have um, the whole since since the time uh, women have come into the workforce from the early uh, 1900s i think the kind of um, i mean we still have a lot to do i mean we still have in terms of equality in the workforce and and uh, basically equal pay and a lot of other issues but uh, basically the whole journey how uh, women have come in, in the workforce and how they are uh, Doing really really brilliant stuff in this the, from the
0: New York Times. Yeah, so I will.
1: I'll send you. I'll yeah, send you the
0: link. The yeah. link will be below.
1: Yeah, I will send you a link.
0: And uh, well, the piece I have recommendation is you know there was the White House Correspondence Dinner that oh, you must have of heard of. Yes, and, that is and, and, <laughs> um, very well, interesting. Well, there has been much uh, written and said about what uh, the contents <laughs> of the comic piece where so The the tradition is that there will be. Uh, roast or the stand up yeah. comic who, yeah. who talks to power. And this time they chose Michael Wolf, Michelle Wolf. <laughs> Michelle Wolf. Uh, I, I keep calling her Michael. <laughs> uh, Michelle Wolf. And um, so I read about the outrage it caused before I actually saw the performance. So I thought that she must have said something really hmm. horrible hmm. to Sarah Hackaby Sanders. But But I saw the performance hmm. and I'm amazed at how, uh, you know, many journalists are, of course, not here, not many people are weighing in. But in America, where the bar is so high and you can say so much, are outraged by what she said. Uh, And I I think a good piece on that is the one on the slate, which says Sarah Hackerby Sanders is fair game. It's by Christina Called mm. Tretchy, or Truchy, I don't know how you pronounce that name. Mm. But yeah, you can read that. And of course, anything else on this. Mm. Um, what did
1: you think about the outrage though?
0: I, mean, I, I don't just think she said anything that was... I so thought arid, it was I completely was said, like, misplaced. I th- that, you know, she commented on her looks and how... I I didn't see any commentary Mm. about her looks. She was talking about Mm. her job, which is Mm. a job of defending the indefensible. Mm. So, I don't know. Did you watch it, Sherry?
2: I'm yet to watch it, but I read about the outrage and Mm. they're uh, reconsidering not to have uh, comedians. Comedians, yeah, I saw that. Just like... Even if they've said something outrageous, hmm. you cannot change a tradition just because you disagree or you feel the offense, but you feel offended by what they're I think saying. it's
0: tragic that the Trump administration managed to put the correspondent, whatever guild or union it is on the back foot. I think, um, yeah, I think they buckle too fast. Hmm. And I saw their statement quite, quite sad. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, thank you for joining us. Pleasure having you. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck with your journey. Thank you. Thank you, panel. And to our listeners, do consider subscribing. We have Amit Bhardwaj, who is right now in Karnataka uh, reporting. He'll hopefully bring you several stories about the election there. And we have Manisha Pandey, who's in Karnataka as well. And for them to travel as much as they can and to get as many stories as possible. They need to spend time there. They need to travel. They need to live in hotels. And all this costs money. And since we don't take ads, we, su- we depend on you to subscribe so we can sustain this kind of reporting. So please consider subscribing so that you can support independent media. Thank you, panel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher,
0: iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.